0: This is the best of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Sports has become at least as political as everything else, and I think a big part of that is the idiotic protest of Colin Kaepernick. Well, I didn't know if I wanted to give them any attention because, honestly, I don't remember the last time that I opened a GQ magazine, and the reason I don't remember the last time I opened a GQ magazine is because I feel like men with functional penises don't read GQ magazine. And this was confirmed for me when not only did they decide to name Colin Kaepernick their Man of the Year, but they actually chose to rename it Citizen of the Year so they wouldn't offend anyone. A magazine named Gentleman's Quarterly, this is real life, has decided that they need to rename their Man of the Year award to Citizen of the Year So they don't reinforce the existing patriarchy in our country and they aren't sexist. I mean, it makes me just want to just throw up. I'm going to be honest with you. When I hear things like this, like, oh, we can't have a man of the year anymore because it's sexist. So now we have a citizen of the year. Uh, So now we're just all, I guess, uh, residents of Moscow. We might as well all just become communist and all become pathetically poor in our efforts to all be equal. Nobody can be good anymore. Everybody has to be mediocre. It's very anti-everything that America has ever stood for. But Colin Kaepernick is man of the year. You think about it, what has Colin Kaepernick actually done? He has protested in an idiotic fashion. And the protest that he did made no sense because he protested and demanded an action that was already taking place. And I don't know whether... Most people in the American sports media are too dumb to understand this, or they're just afraid of being called racist. So you can't say anything bad about a black professional athlete. So I don't know what's going on here, but it's like I'm the only person who is aware of what's going on in the world who will tell you the truth. Colin Kaepernick protested police violence against uh, minorities in this country by taking a knee during the national anthem and directly attacking the national anthem. And in so doing, he demanded action that was already taking place. President Obama, a black guy, and uh, his attorney general, a black woman, were already doing exactly what Colin Kaepernick demanded that they do, that is, investigate police shootings of minorities to ensure that cover-ups weren't happening. So the American Justice Department was already doing exactly what Colin Kaepernick did when he took a knee. And now the GQ in their Citizen of the Year uh, award is saying that Colin Kaepernick is a modern-day Muhammad Ali. Well, first of all, it's incredibly stupid because Muhammad Ali was opposed to the war in Vietnam, which impacted everyone, including him directly, and did not want to go into the draft. Colin Kaepernick is opposed to what? Police shooting people? Is there anybody out there listening to me right now? It's like, you know what? I think police need to shoot more people. I don't think that there's a single person who is on one side on the opposite side of Colin Kaepernick here. I think every single person who's listening to me this morning right now is opposed to death. And again, I've been on this for months. It is, to me, an incredible cry for attention from GQ, a magazine that no man with a functional penis actually reads anymore. And so they decide, you know what, first of all, let's remove the man of the year tag because saying man of the year – is sexist and patriarchal, and we're being offensive to women. So now we're going to have a Citizen of the Year, and then we're going to name that Citizen of the Year Colin Kaepernick. By the way, a guy named J.J. Watt, I think he raised $37 million to help with hurricane relief in Houston. Maybe a crazy idea, but if I were going to pick an NFL player to be my Citizen of the Year, I might pick a player who's actually still in the league and also someone who tangibly made the world A better place thanks to him using his platform in a positive fashion so maybe you go with jj watt but he's a white dude and white guys in america are all awful that's the lesson i take from media every day if you're a white guy you're an awful human being and you need to just shut up and you don't have an impact anymore so white guys out there you're all awful every single one of you is driving to work maybe jj watt would have gotten the citizen of the year award but unfortunately, white men are awful human beings. We're the worst. The worst people who've ever existed.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: And the Cavs ended up coming back from a decent deficit to beat the Knicks in Madison Square Garden last night. It was a face-to-face confrontation between Enos Cantor, a guy we've had on this show before, who has been in a face-to-face confrontation, frankly, with Turkey, the country. Uh, not the animal, uh, although it's Animal Thunderdome, so you'd never know, but has had a uh, ongoing debate and dispute with the country of Turkey and the lack of freedoms that exist there. Well, he wasn't having it with LeBron James and the way that he uh, behaved inside Madison Square Garden, and he went off on him even though they lost after the game. This was Enos Kanter taking shots at LeBron. I'll tell you one thing, this team is really special. And you ain't coming to my house playing that water bottle flip game again. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't care who you are, king, what, what do you call yourself, king, queen, princess, whatever you are, you know what, we're going to fight. And, and nobody out there going to punk us. Enos Ganner pretty strongly uh, making a statement there. And then LeBron James uh, responded as well, and he had this to say.
0: Conner and i want to quote you. You can call yourself king, queen, yeah, princess heard that. that's corny. Well, that he he called, what what is it say it again? You can call yourself king, queen, <clears throat> princess, if you're not going to panic. Well, I'm the king, my wife is the queen and my daughter is the princess, so we got all three covered.
2: <laughs> I got to give Lebron credit. That's actually a really good response. Uh that is a uh, that is a really great a really great response. Um I I like this. I got to be honest with you. I like the NBA regular season. I think that the whole NBA regular season is basically like totally unnecessary. Right? We know who the good teams in the NBA are. I don't care what the Cavs record is. They're going to be in the NBA's uh, Eastern Conference Finals, even if they come in as an eight seed. However, that's pretty good trash talk and response from LeBron better than the initial trash talk from Minas Kanter. Agreement around the horn?
0: That's a pretty good line. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Leangelo Ball, and we'll talk a little bit about this
2: with Petros in hour three of the show. Leangelo Ball, the middle ball child, is still in China along with two of his UCLA teammates. They are uh, not allowed to leave the country over shoplifting charges that have been levied against them uh, for what they did in American high-end retail stores uh, in terms of the shoplifting. They're evidently on video. But what I told you was what America needs is a joint LeVar Ball and Donald Trump press conference. And I told you this. I said that due to his pretty good relationship with the uh, president of China, that Donald Trump would get involved himself in ensuring that these three UCLA basketball players are allowed to come home And so despite Jamel Hill calling him a white supremacist, Donald Trump has, in fact, gotten involved and reached out directly to the leaders of China to ensure that these UCLA basketball players all get home. And so I do think this is going to be resolved in the next probably week to 10 days, I would say. These guys will be able to come back despite the fact that they were total idiots in the way that they behaved overseas in China. PSA for you out there many of you listen to this show kids as you drive into high school or college early in the morning and we appreciate you listening to us let me tell you a PSA here do not violate the law in other countries because while all you millennial losers out there who are convinced that America is an awful place may want to focus on America and say oh it's so unfair here it's so awful let me tell you you got no idea because the United States justice system is the envy of virtually every country in the world. We're not perfect here, but we are the model. And if you get arrested for shoplifting here, there's a pretty tried-and-true system in place to ensure that you end up okay, that you don't end up going to jail for years for relatively minor offenses. Those UCLA basketball players face three to ten years in prison because they were shoplifting at stores in China. They don't mess around in China with things like due process and equality and fairness, three things that are kind of a touchstone of the American judicial system. So all you loser millennials out there convinced that America is an awful place, why don't you go overseas and commit a crime and see how you get treated there as opposed to how you get treated here might be an
0: eye-opening experience for you. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And we don't know if the Vikings can overcome everybody's uncertainty at the quarterback position, like how you don't know whether or not Keenum or Bridgewater can come in and miraculously take the team to the promised land. The
2: the reason why I don't buy into the Vikings is just history. Case Keenum now is 29 years old. And we have other than, I believe I'm correct in this, Kurt Warner, who basically was a guy who nobody had ever heard of. You know, a guy who's stocking uh, canned goods in a Iowa grocery store. And then he comes in because Trent Green gets hurt and the greatest show on turf happens and the Rams go on and win the Super Bowl. And so we just don't know enough about, uh, we didn't know enough about him. So he came out of nowhere at a, not that youthful of an age, and took over. Other than that, there haven't been a lot of Case Keenums, if any. And so I just don't buy into the fact that this journeyman, effectively quarterback in Case Keenum, is suddenly going to catch fire and have an unbelievable season and lead the Vikings to multiple playoff wins. I, I just I don't see it. Now, could I be wrong? Yes, but this guy has been around for a long time. I mean, can you guys think of another quarterback? It's even rare for a guy to play for multiple teams. You know, in general, when you think about how long Case Keenum has been in the league, I know, look, the Vikings are 7-2, and but Case Keenum has played for, I mean, how many different teams in his career at this point? He played for Houston, he played for St. Louis, he played for the Rams, and now he's with Minnesota. So I can't think of a guy who has ever been on five different teams and suddenly led a team on a Super Bowl run. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's going to be the first. But it's rare that you see a guy get passed on, particularly at the quarterback position. It's even rare to find a guy who's this effective at other positions and ends up on that many different teams. Again, he's on his, what is it, the fourth NFL team of his career. I just, I'm not buying into Case Keenum. I could be wrong. Oh, oh, oh,
0: O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.